Welcome, my lovelies. That's the last you'll hear of that tune, because that didn't work, did it, uh, for the season? Welcome, my guest tonight on the very last show of the season, Mr Ray Slick. Hello, Raymond. Bonjour. Bonsoir. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Uh, I, I think we just need to switch you on for a minute. There's two ways we can do this. We can either just switch you on and let you rant, or we can <laughs> go through uh, emails, tweets first, or what would you rather do? Well, it would... Or, or it... you're just going to take off. Well, I'll try and keep calm. I'll try and remain positive, but it's very difficult. But let's just say there's two things I want to mention first about the game on Sunday. First up, whoever organised the banner behind the North Stand, or on the, on, in front of the North Stand before the game, hats off to you. That was fantastic. Yeah, that would be blue action again, bless them. And you know I'm a sensitive old soul. I did have a lump in my throat when I read that. And mm. for those who didn't see the banner, I weren't there. It went right across the front of the North Stand. And it said, there is a light that will never go out. Yes. And I, yes, I had a lump in my throat. So well done, you guys. I don't know why I wasn't in blue and white. And it was in red and white. But perhaps at least... No, it was in blue. Was it in blue and white? Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've seen red because I'm getting so angry. Anyway, brilliant <laughs> banner. Well done. Great. Fantastic. Uh, Smiths, of course, that was the uh, the line from the Smiths. Um, and next season, it's going to be, apparently, um, heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> very good, yeah, GB. No, no, very good, their blue action. They've done, um, I think it's good time to say a good word for them because they have yep. really ignited the, the whole place. Hats off to them because that was brilliant. And the other quick thing I'll mention um, is a Swedish branch who were over two or three weeks. I didn't meet them. I'm not meeting many of these people these days. I'm more of a recluse, I suppose. But they've got a lovely badge that they've just produced. And it says on the badge, this team, any league. And I like that badge as well. Mm. So I expect one in the post, guys, from Sweden. But that's a lovely badge. And I think... just want to get those two things mentioned first before we talk about... You take, you take, you're saying that mentioning the highlights and the good bits first, aren't you? Getting them out of the way. Well, I think that was great. That made me feel proud to be a town fan. Now, I, let's just say it's been a desperate season, of course, a very, very bad season. Um, and Sunday's excitement shouldn't paper over the cracks that we've had. Mm. Going back to the start, we know that Mr Hurst got it wrong from the off. Uh, and I... To quote somebody the other day, says if you buy Division One players, you get a Division One team, and that's what we've got in the end. Uh, whether they, whether these players will come any good, or they'll eventually be good, I don't know. But that's where we uh, hit our first problems. Well, also and also getting rid of players which were better. Yeah, getting but... rid of uh, Wagon, getting rid of obviously uh, McGoldrick, getting rid of Webster, both of which, both of whom become Player of the Season at their relative clubs. I'm not sure about Wagon yet, but um, they're doing very well. well. You've got a great, I'm told Wagon didn't want to go. He just wanted to clear no, he, the he air with Hurst. Go. He didn't want to go. And no. Hurst said, you're not, you're, not, you're not really as good as you think you are. So Wagon, well, I'll be off then. Because he also belittled the goalkeeper, but, yes. which probably explained his poor season, yep. because he t- suggested he's not opposed to international. So Hurst was a complete dose of or, bad or, medicine. Or his side man, sidekick, Doig, was probably the worst one. I think Doig was most of the problems. Yeah. And I think he was threatening to fight anybody on the pitch who wanted to fight. <laughs> so it was a complete uh, disaster. Yes. And of course, absolutely. the people who suffer are the fans Yes, who uh, have to watch this and have got no saying what goes on. Of course, of course, the thing is, at the, time, we, at the time, we were all up for it, weren't we? Because we just needed a change. But well, in the eighth minute of the first game, when Edwards headed that ball in against Blackburn, yes. 22,000 people on a nice sunny day, 
a bit like when Fanidi George got two goals the against other year for Dart, against Dart. We all thought we're in. Yeah. Here we go. Happy days. Well, I, I, I've said this on the show, I think more like at the beginning of the season, but uh, when we played Rotherham away, I was reading a tweet from a Rotherham fan during the game at yeah. half-time, and he said, my God, if it goes on like this, we're going to get stuffed. It's it looked like Barcelona. <laughs> well, they were more like Barcelona last night, actually, weren't they? But... Well, that's right. You must have messed in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's been a disastrous season. So... We, we were unlucky in one or two respects. We lost Jonathan Walters yes. when we signed him straight away, which is nobody's fault. That was just a bad injury. And he may have made a difference if we'd kept him all season. So that was unlucky. And we seem to have had an awful lot of long-term injuries. And mm. this is another thing that really annoys me. Um, I wonder if the Dr. Bob from the Muppet Show is in charge of our <laughs> medical department. We've had so many long-term sick notes and one or two people know who they are, who've been drawing money, I presume full money, for doing nothing. And it really is so, so frustrating. So I'd like next year a medical report every week from the manager when he does his press conference to know who's injured, what's the prognosis and why they're still out. Because I, I couldn't recognise two of the players now. They walked down the street. I wouldn't know who they were. Mm. Um, so I'm very disappointed. It's with quite the, interesting that in in, yeah. uh, in in Lambert's press conference last week, they asked about Nolan. He said, "Yeah, Nolan's fit. Nolan's fit," and didn't even go on the bench. So no. that was interesting. But there must be a reason. Um, I'll, I will. I'll read uh, tweets and emails when I feel they're relevant. Because yeah. I was this. This is Tucker. Bless him. Hello, running Tucker. Um, comment of the season all said and done. It basically came down to these games. And we have had a lot of bad luck. We've had some awful refereeing decisions, and obviously, like you say, injuries. we must mention. I know I mentioned to Mr. Keith Stroud there, of course. It wasn't no, that. nothing to do with him, was it? Cool. <laughs> I mean, Aston Villa, for example. But let's move on yes. from here. We don't want to be up for a libel. Well, he, he he closes by saying, Birmingham away two 0 up, like, drew to all. Reading away twice in the lead, drew to all. Bolton at home, Wilson off, nil nil. Preston at home, one all. Keeper off. Bristol at home, two three. Millwall at home, two three. Reading at home. One, two, that's 17 extra points from seven games we should have won but didn't. Thank you for that, Tux. Yes, agreed. Well, another, another terrible sending off on Sunday for me. I mean, Chabo, oh, yeah. it was just a tackle. It was all right, but it was no way was that a sending off. No. It's a disgraceful decision. It was. Um, and again, we're on the back end of another referee. Because I thought at, up to then the referee wasn't doing, having a bad game for referees at Portman Road this year. But then he, he made that calamitous decision. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? Crazy decision. But then the game... Have we appealed that, do you know, GB? I'm them? not sure he said he was thinking about it, but they haven't said, have they? They're going to do so it by a certain know. time, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I hope they do appeal it because it was a crazy, stupid decision. Mm. No, I totally agree. Yeah, it was. And it, it, even if it was a foul, it wasn't a sending off by any stretch. No. Um, do you want to carry on, Ray, or shall I just go uh, for it? Well, let's, let, let's just talk about um, my very good pal, APC, has sent me a text knowing I was coming on today. I'll just read it out. Um, as of today, season ticket holders behind the goal at our friends up the road for Premier League football will pay £589. No, £569, that's right. But if you're in the Bobby Robson Upper, you pay £589. So you're paying £20 more at ITFC next year for, let's face it, it's third division football. Hmm. So I think Evans is a complete... Uh, I, bet, 
What's my language, GB? We don't have a bleep um, button, unfortunately, for you, Ray. Um, Otherwise, I'd use it for I you. Got, I think you got it all wrong with the season ticket sales. Again, he made Ipswich Town supporters. He put it on there. He put the onus on supporters to buy tickets before you give them any more discounts. And I would have gone the Huddersfield route. £200 a ticket, everybody. First come, first served. After, obviously, after renewals for the existing season ticket holders. And that would have filled the ground. Mm. A lot of friends I know would have snapped up tickets at £200. Yeah. And you had about 20000 there guaranteed. But Evans, of course, being a greedy so-and-so and having no empathy with football fans at all, thought he'd try and concoct this wonderful deal with loads of caveats attached. Mm. And if he's, got any, if he's got anything at all to care about this club or the supporters, he would still give that 10% extra discount, even though he didn't quite reach, reach 12000 mm. Yeah, was, but obviously he won't because he's who he is. Yeah, I'm guessing he's possibly possibly hoping that uh, if we do start well, we'll start filling the ground because people will just um, filter in, won't they? But you know, that's a hope. Well, he'll blame the supporters for not investing and not buying tickets, and it's all our fault again. Why don't you go the other way? You give the supporters a chance to really get behind the mm. team and give them this incentive. Huddersfield did it and it worked. Huddersfield, yeah. They and they got the promotion. Thing, didn't they? Yeah. They were a brave... And obviously our friends up the road have got far more empathy with the fans. They don't try and rip them off. And to get first division... Premier football for 5-6-9, I think it's a very good deal. I'd like our friends at perhaps those were the days or Terry Hunt and his mates at the paper to do a survey of season ticket prices and to shame this club publicly shame them into what they're trying to charge mm. good supporters of this club and they are fantastic supporters and I think a lot of them don't quite realise how they're being treated well there we are stat man chomp you're uh, the stat stats man go find out there you go good <laughs> come back and report this is your pro- somebody report on that season ticket prices be interesting, wouldn't it? It would be interesting to find out, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, um, this is from Ian. Hello, Ian. Glad season is over. Just wish the new one had begun this Saturday. Confident we'll be straight back up, preferably via Wembley. In Lambert, we trust. Thanks to you and your top guests. That's you, Ray. Um, for the season-long entertainment, GB, wishing you all and the listeners a great summer break. If it's till I die. Thank you, Ian, and the same to you and everyone else, and I'll say goodbye at the end as well. Thanks very much. Have a good summer yourself, my friend. Um, from Doug Coombs, which, hello Doug, whichever two of Sunderland, Portsmouth and Charlton don't go up should be favourites. Playoffs probably more reasonable than top two, he thinks. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the summer. Oh. And that's, goes, that's obvious. I know I'm stating the blinking obvious. But I'm giving, I'm cutting Lambert slack because any other manager with that record would have been out of the club. Yes. Out of any club. The win ratio he's had, the points ratio, would be out. But, as I've said before, Lambert has done a fantastic job in healing the club. He's healed the club, he's healed the supporters, we're all now together, and he's done that himself, really, Mm. by being who he is. And I've got to thank him for that, he's done a brilliant job. He's now got a chance to heal the team. Last transfer window is desperate buys. He had nowhere to go. He got no money from Evans, no, no support. He had to buy fit players that weren't fit. Yes, so and players that weren't match fit, as you rightly say. Now he's got the summer to get who he wants in at his re- discretion, and I'm cutting him slack to go and do that. 
I wouldn't be surprised if we get a, two or three foreigners in. Mm. Germans, perhaps, could be the German connections. Yep. And if we can find our very own Pookie, yeah. he's got to find our very own Pookie. That would be fantastic. Mm. But I wouldn't put it past him, because I think he has lots of connections. So you've done half the job, Lammy. You've got to get the team fixed Yes, I think, I think we don't judge until next season. Exactly. But, I mean, if we are not in the top <coughs> six by October, that's what I'm saying now and here in... May, I'd be reviewing the situation. Mm. Yeah, I would because we can't fanny around next year. We've got to get up there and get straight out of this division. We cannot. This club, and I know it sounds arrogant, but it's not arrogant. It's too big and too good for third division football. I think, in my eyes, it's third division football. I think if you saw the, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Dazelle goal. Not yeah, the Dazelle yeah. goal back. Brilliant I mean, goal. it shows what we are capable of yeah. passing through the middle and not, not hoofing. And that was a fantastic goal. So he's got them on the right track. It's just about keeping them there, not getting injuries. And, you know, the trouble is we have so many games next year. Check a trade, FA Cup. We'll probably go on a, like I said to you off, yeah. off air, we could probably go on a massive cut run, check a trade, and then plummet down the league. And he'll never be happy. Well, that's, that's right. But uh, we've just got to manage the resources next year. That's going to be a skill of the management team. I mean, we all like to win cup games. Yeah. We haven't been used to winning them. We've not got the habit of winning them. But And Checker Trey gets you a dad at Wembley, yeah. which is fun for any football supporter. Mm. So we've got to be careful and just manage it properly next year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as you say, that goal of Dizel was the one... Well, it was one of the one of few few golden nuggets of the season. It, it does give I, you hope, doesn't it? I, it thought, and yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. it was a, if she scored it. It was a cracking no. good goal. I know, I know. And um, we've just got to hope that those young players come because Downs scored as well and I mm. think Downs has been showing a little bit of um, composure lately a bit mm. of positive promise so we, we we have got the basis of a good squad next year I still mm. think we have but we need obviously more firepower that's the one mainly more firepower and maybe a good central defender as well if not two um, yeah. this is from Philip Everson hello Phil we'll, this is his prediction we will start slowly and fans will panic despite history showing that the fast starters rarely stay ahead interesting point there Lambert will ride it out and we'll lose in the playoffs because that's what we do and we'll go up in the next season 2021 thank you Phil well there you go at least he's sort of semi-optimistic no I think I think it's very important next year that we start not slowly we start fast we come out of the traps we win the first five games, whoever they are, and we. It's, I think it's crucial we have a fast start. Yeah. We can't be mucking around mid-table, and it will get better. Results will improve. Our experience will tell. Our young boys will come on. No, none of that. We've got to get up there at the top and lay our marker down mm. straight away. Mm. No yeah. mucking about. Yeah, and hopefully not have the bad luck we've had with injuries this season. Um, Simon English, hi Simon. Evening Graham and tonight's guest. He sent this in before he knew who it was. <laughs> uh, thanks for your excellent work over the course of the season. Oh, thank you. Can I ask you whether you think Jackson and Harrison are up to the job in the league below? I'll, I'll pause there, Ray. Uh, I have to say I think Jackson's got potential. Hmm. Uh, Harrison we've not seen enough of but I did like what I saw of Harrison he's fast and he's strong but the problem is Lambert will only play one forward up front hmm. poor old Kwana on Sunday he gets the ball and he does win one or two balls in there but he's got nobody to pass it to because yeah. there's nobody with him 
And why Lambert? And it infuriates me. And I know he's. And I hope he's listening. Why he doesn't play two forwards? But strangely, at Sheffield, away from home, he started with two forwards. Didn't last long, of course, because of the injuries. One limped off after five <laughs> yeah, minutes. Lost them both, didn't we? Yeah. And um, and he put skews at centre half. So I don't know what whether Lambert's just having a laugh and having a joke because it's the end of the season. But. Uh, well, he is tinkering, I'm guessing. We can't blame him. Although Skew's played well in that centre-half role. He did, he did a good job. Perhaps he was looking at that for the future. Play mm. five at the back or well, a sweeper. Yeah. It's, 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 if you're going to go down, you might as well play around with the team and see what you can come Which up with. what he has been yeah. doing. But we want two strikers next year, Lammy. Certainly at home. And most away teams. If we can't go up to Fleetwood or Wickham or Mansfield or Lincoln and take the game to them yeah but if you play only one up front and then yeah, someone's sitting behind him maybe a judge and then you then you can fill the midfield and then you can create more and more chances and then you get your wide players coming in that's the well, theory that, anyway that's the theory um um uh, Simon then goes on to say personally I have real doubts about the pair of them do you have any suggestions as to possible candidates for the striker role I think uh what Ray said was probably correct I think he'll probably go into the lower leagues or Germany and places like that that get players that we probably haven't heard of look for another bookie as you said um, I wonder whether Mr Nugent might be top of his car- top of his career when he's ready to drop down a league no 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 no, no I no, wouldn't no. no I wouldn't want, particularly want to go no, there no. he's likely to be released by Derby when their playoff campaign ends have a good summer and let's forward to, look forward to an exciting adventure next season um, thank you for that Simon and the same to you mate absolutely same to everyone yes can we have another pop at the club Yes, if we've, you wish. We've had a Why pop not? about season ticket prices. Um, apparently, Stephen Taylor was saying last week to somebody, I'm not quite sure, I've picked this up, that all their pre-season plans were made. Now, I presume this includes Tour. tours, camps abroad, yep. dates. Well, why haven't they told the fans? Why aren't the fans included? Because we'd like to know, because we've got to book dates, hotels, people at work have got to book holidays. So if you know your pre-season plans, please tell the fans. Again, you don't treat them with much respect, and you know it's just so annoying. Mm. I'm you guessing it's going to be about us. yeah, it's going to be probably nearly two months away though, isn't it? So, but well, yeah, you would clubs, you'd like to know. Most clubs would know what they're doing now. I've yeah. seen other clubs have got their tours organised. Some people, I think, some clubs go to an Austrian camp. It was all I forget the days, but it's all organised, mm. and they knew when they were going. Because you can't just turn up at these places; you have to book. You knew when you were going, where you were going with McCarthy, because it was always the same place every season. <laughs> to, <laughs> Fun though it was sure. for the first eight times. To be sure, to be sure, to be sure. This is from the lovely Slowball. Good evening, right honourable Mr. Blackburn. Thank you. Good evening, Slegs and Co. Slegs and Co. <laughs> I've actually got. I, him out I remember. Tonight. I've got him out for you tonight as well. He has got him out. He's got him out because he came on his bike. Bless him. In this weather. Cool. Blimey, Charlie! Who'd have thought we'd have beaten Leeds? Apart from me, that is dirty Leeds. So we go out with a bang after a season that started with a whimper and continued to fizzle out and fade away from about August, as failed experiments go. Looking forward, and so it begins. The speculation over who's out and who's potentially in, with the necessary, with the necessity to cut our cloth once more, the squad will surely reduce and saleable assets. Those capable of playing at a higher standard than League One, Bart perhaps, will be sacrificed accordingly. Perhaps a fresh start with players who finally recovered from injury and the players that Lambert manages 
slash wants to retain, plus those he brings in. We'll start our comeback from the very first game, not in September or sometime before Christmas, but from game one. Does the panel think that next season will be a final chance for some of our youngsters with potential to show what they can do? At least next season we might not exit the FA Cup in the third round, as we might not actually the reach second it. Round. Thanks the to you, Bree, love the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, God bless Amir Karic. Yes, that's what he just said, because we may not reach the third round. Or, or alternatively, we might shoot ourselves in the foot, which is not the right analogy. It should be score and own goal, because you shoot yourself in the foot on purpose to get out of the army. Uh, <laughs> see? Um, but, yes, I'm, I, or we could just go the other way and get involved in the cup and, and the checker trade, and then our league form suffers. Um, thank you for that, Slowball. Have a lovely summer. God bless Amir Karic, he says. Thank you for that, mate. Comments, yeah. Raymond? Uh, more so on... Um, yeah. What, what did I? What was? Oh, I can't remember which, which bit I thought you need to. Oh yes, um, players that that might leave, but perhaps sacrifice. Do you think so? Uh, I, agree. I I see. I heard from a source, secret squirrel source, yeah. that Bart that Gertz was gone, which I think is true, and Bart was likely to stay unless a, a, a decent fee came in for him. Um, someone else said that Bart's asked for a transfer. I wonder if it's somewhere between the two. Whether he's talked to, to Lambert and Lambert says, look. Uh, if you want to go, we're going to get a good fee for you. And if you otherwise, I don't know, I'm guessing it's somewhere between the two. Interesting, though. It but, is. I think the goalkeeping position is up for grabs, yes. actually. Is that uh, is that a pun, Ray? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> good Lord, I must have rehearsed that one. Good Lord. No, I think it's up for I would be surprised to see Bart here next year. I know his kids don't want to go, and the kid, his kids have told him they're staying, but it's his career, it's his job. So I think the goalkeeper position is over. I think going back to strikers I think Norwood is top of his list from Tranmere and I know that Lambert was down at Colchester two or three weeks ago when Tranmere played Colchester oh really that may have been a pure coincidence but somebody told me uh, again you're squirrel nuts that he's already, he's already virtually signed you leave my squirrel nuts out of this <laughs> but, but of course they're still involved in the playoffs Tranmere so again we won't know or be able to do anything until that's Finished, hmm. but Norwood's got twenty nine goals. I think. Yeah, this year. can you not see some Championship club coming in for him? You know, it's just well, unless Lammy was down there tying the deal up three or four weeks ago, possibly. Because I think most people, this club is still a big club. Let's not that is true. Kid ourselves, true. it's a big club. It shouldn't be where it is. It's because it's been run pathetically and abysmally for the last twenty years, which is where it is. Uh, and again, I have to compare us to those up the road, which is a club that's been more run well. They went down and they come straight back up. And they're yeah. in the Premier League because of how they've run the club. They've appointed this guy, Steve Webb, or Steve Webber. In the last two years, he's done a fantastic job. Mm. We've appointed Lee O'Neill. I'll just say no more. So, people will still want to come to Ipswich. Mm. If they can see potential for getting straight back into the Championship, if Mr Lambert can convince them of that... We've got the facilities, the ground, the trading facilities, the support. The supporters are fantastic. There's no doubt about it. You saw that on Sunday. I would have thought we'd won the league and got relegated. So I think there is... You can still attract players to this football club. So let's hope we'll still get one or two decent ones in the summer. I've got a, I've got a, uh, a text from Paul Bradley, which I'm not really sure I understand. Who would Ray bring in? Surely we should look to give Lambert the season. Um, 
look what happened up the A140 when Fark could have been sacked after the town game, and please don't say a butcher burly combo. I don't think Ray wants to get rid of the manager, do you, Ray? No, no, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm cutting him slack. Oh, you said by October, that's what he's just put in, by October. Would you, you said you'd give him till October. I think maybe you should... Well, I said I'd review him, the position. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I mean, if, there, if there was reasons Thanks why, we, that, if we'd had lots of injuries, lots of terrible decisions, lots of bad luck, it, there may be a reason why we weren't. Yeah. But I would certainly review it if we weren't in the top six by October. But one of my old favourite managers I would have had last year before Hurst, and the one I would have had before Hurst is um, my friend MK Dons, Paul Tisdale, who you'll notice has got them straight up this year after having kept Exeter where they were on a shoestring budget. And he's done a fantastic job at MK Dons. So that's the guy I'd be looking at, somebody like Paul Tisdale. We don't want to be changing managers yet. No, right? certainly not now. Because I think Lamb actually is a very decent, genuine chap. And I think he's done a fantastic job, say, healing the wounds that were here. And that's a brilliant job that he's done. And I just hope he can do the same now with the team, with the time he's got in the summer. And I'm all, I'm, I'm all behind him. And all I'm saying is review it if it's not going how we want it to go, say, October. Uh, from Matt. Oh, right, this is from the last two. What was the last tune you played on Escalator just now before the footy show? Uh, it was called Olympians. I can't really tell you the name of the band because it begins with an F and it's got four letters. The second name is Buttons. So the F Buttons and the track was called Olympians. You can look it up, Matt. Thanks for that. Right, <laughs> a non-football one. Um, right, we got... How long have we got? A minute and a half. Oh. How do you see the season panning out, Ray? Well, it depends in the summer. I've, I've got faith in Lambert I think he's going to sort it out I think he's going to get the team together get who he wants and I think the supporters are behind him I actually think it will go well how well whether we get promotion straight away I don't know but I think we'll, we, yeah let's say yes but you know we need Evans to support Mr Lambert and we need the club to sort itself out a bit and be a bit more sympathetic and empathetic towards the fans because I don't think they are they think they are but they're not and these little giveaways they give, bus trips, meal invitations. No, none of that. Let's just have a, a proper harmony with the fans. And do Unless they give Ray a day out for, 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 free, for free. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a trip round the Tolikol or Brewery as it was 20 years ago. That'd, That'd be, be nice, fun, wouldn't it? it? Do you think their prettier football, which they're trying to play and establish, would, would, is going to be OK in Division 1? Or do you think they're going well, to get Well, it's going to be a tough league. They don't muck about in Division 1. No, if, you, if you try and play pretty football, they'll come and kick you. That's why I'm a bit concerned about our young players, if they're going to be strong enough and fit enough to withstand that. But I think skill will always outtell in the end. Cheers. Thank you, Ray. Um, we have to go. So thanks to everyone. Have a good everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks to everyone, all the guests that have been on, all your tweets and all your emails. Um, yeah, just have a great summer. It can't be as stressful as the season we've just had. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.